Now we're ready. Now we're ready. And we're talking. Okay. About. Game of Thrones. We're talking about Game of Thrones. Can we start over? Sure. <laughs> okay. We're going to talk about Game of Thrones today. Yay! Because uh, it's the series finale. It's not just season finale. This is it. Mm -hmm. This is it. This is it. This is it. I mean, I don't know, like, for me, it's been like watching a train wreck, well, right? Like the old stereotype, it's a train wreck, it's slow motion, you can't, you can't peel your eyes away, but you, you can't not watch, but you want to watch, but it's also a train wreck. Yeah, yeah. I think I like it a little bit more than you. Okay. I, I have the weird experience of enjoying this, every episode, like, in the moment, and saying like, wow, what great entertainment, that really... Yeah. That got me. That was so good. I loved every second of it. And then stepping away and the next day waking up and feeling like vaguely cheated. Hmm. Like going like, well, wait, but all of the characters ended up in weird places that I'm, I don't agree with. And like, hmm. I feel confused by the plot and the direction of it all. And like, there hasn't been any character development. It's all just, yeah. it's all just explosions and shit. And like, wait. The Night King just died? Like, that was such a cool twist. The Night King just died. And, like, oh, man, what a, what a psych out. And But then also going, like, you know, waking up the next day and saying, like, wait, that, that, that's it then, I guess. That's just it. Yeah. There's no, there's no more. There's no reason. There's nothing. There's just, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's kind of the duality that I've been experiencing this, this yeah. season. Yeah. This is the Madness in Movies podcast. Also, yes. <laughs> but today we're doing a TV show. Wait, hold on. You got to pitch it. Okay. Oh, because it's, you're saying movies, but not movies, but TV. Exactly. Okay, right. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Keep going. Uh, but yeah, this is where we examine madness through the lens of movies and pop culture. And pop culture through the lens of madness. And we find madness in the places where you least expect it. Ha ah, ha Yes. Yes. It's good to have a nice, polished, rehearsed intro pitch. And we just wanted to state yes. that this is not clinical advice mm. or mental health um, suggestions for you at all. This is just us talking about film and TV and... Um, try to take a different angle on it, right? Like, lens, trying to, like, yeah. yeah. Communications, media lens, not at all through a clinical or medical lens. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, in general, am interested in, like, different ways of thinking about and, like, talking about media. Because I think we all talk about, we all put ourselves in, like, the critic's shoes, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, ah, oh, yes, well, I'm going to be the media connoisseur and tell you that the, the cinematography was okay. And I like their use of color in the third act. Mm -hmm. And, like, no, 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 like, I don't know. I, I was thinking today about a blog or a podcast or something where you're only allowed to talk about how it made you feel. Oh, I love and it's, that. And it's, it, you're only allowed to talk about it subjectively and about your subjective experience. I love that. That needs to be a thing. We're going to have a spin-off, apparently. <laughs> right? Like, so I don't know. Cool. Like, I don't know. Just to lay my cards on the table, La La Land, like, still makes me cry a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, I tear up every time. And... No, it's not perfect, and there's problems and whatever, and Oscar's so white and all that bullshit, and people, you know, people are like, ah, La La Land's overrated, whatever. Like, I don't care. That was, like, the only movie that year that, like, had me, like, tearing up in the theater. Like, that meant something to me, and I think mm -hmm. that's important to recognize, and that's all I care about. Totally, yeah. Fight me on the cinematography all you want. I felt something, and that's noteworthy. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I generally think, yeah, like films and TV, they can be a really good way to understand someone better, who they relate to, and yeah. what films move them, and yeah, I, I like that idea. Yeah. Um, I also think, too, when we look at mental health in movies, a lot of times mm -hmm. we're like, oh, is this an accurate portrayal or not? Is this a positive portrayal? Is this a stereotypical portrayal? And, you know, we do some of that, but I really like yeah, the yeah, idea yeah. of looking at movies that aren't considered, like, 
mental health movies or mental yes. illness movies and finding how madness does still play a role and what yeah what it looks yeah. like yeah, or or movies where it is, you know, I think that's a lot of Game of Thrones. That's what we're talking about today, right? Is, is a lot of these characters are like perceived as like mad. And then but then to zoom out and say like, OK, but like, you know, like like empathize that with that and like find the human layer to it. Um, you know, you play it both directions. I guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, do we want to just start right off the top? Pick. Yeah. Who are we doing first? Tyrion. Let's start with Tyrion. Tyrion's good. He's a good guy. Yeah. Um, so to me, Tyrion really embodies disability pride. Um, yes. Yeah, I think. Is it the first episode when he talks about um, wearing your stigmatized identity like a badge of honor? <coughs> yeah. To me, Tyrion's whole, you know, wear it like armor and they can never use it against you speech is yeah it's that it's literally disability pride it's like own that shit any pride movement any pride movement that is seeking to reclaim an identity that's been stigmatized um i feel like yeah one of the big things about mad pride is like how could you people's responses yeah how could you use that word to describe yourself Uh. mad or crazy that's been so used against you that's or disabled no 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 honey you're not disabled you're just totally yeah, you're not disabled. I don't see you as having a disability. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. That that one. I see that one. Ability. Yeah. I've heard there's I, so many yeah. euphemisms that people use. Yeah. No. Exactly. I don't. I don't see you as having a disability. You're just you're just special, and you happen to need wheels. And what's so wrong with that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's this idea that like these are negative words, and you shouldn't use them, and. Yeah, what Tyrion says is kind of the essence of slur reclamation and saying, why do these have to be negative words? Like, these words can be things that I'm proud of, and then they lose their power. Then they're not negative, because I'm choosing to make them positive. Yeah. And it's super cool. Yeah. People should, like, have him on shirts at rallies. I really want to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so Tyrion is obviously disabled, like, very visibly, and... Played by a disabled actor, which is awesome. I feel like there are a lot of disability uh, movies about disability or centering disability, but the disabled character is not usually played by a disabled actor, um, and that is really gross and bad. And I'm happy that Game of Thrones is one place where we get to see um, a disabled actor like take a central role. Yeah. Yeah, no, and that's super cool. Like, the springboard that that's given him. Just like, wow. Like, like not just that it's good for Game of Thrones, but like, crap, man. Like, Peter Dinklage is hot right now. Like, yes. doing Doritos commercials at the Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Like, it, it's, it's, it's become a road in to, you know, for, well, I guess just him getting like overhyped i'm like yeah yeah and bran is nor is not (laughs) um yeah Yeah. (laughs) pretty much just him but that's still something that's still a big deal yeah i think it is um unfortunately that's rare but i I also feel like it's rare that like his disability is so central to the plot of game of thrones and to his identity yeah you know to his identity to his character but not in a negative way yeah not that he's not the thing that he's overcoming Right, yeah, or a thing that we're, like, pitying him for. Oh, like, it's that so poor bad. sap, he's he's so short, it's awful. Yeah, like, it's just, like, part of who he is and part of his, yeah, his identity. And um, I, I think it, like, is a central part of the plot, but it's not, um, it's not, like, used as a plot device, if that makes sense. Like, it's, like, an actual real valid part of his character that yeah is leading to organic like growth and change from other characters yeah 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 it's not just uh-oh Tyrion can't reach the far away thing uh-oh now we're gonna have an episode where he tries to find a ladder <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah it's like Tyrion wrestles with other people's perceptions of him yeah um, parentheses because he's short <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, so I, I just really love that. And I feel like what the show does such an amazing job of is showing disability solidarity um, and like all of the really positive things that can happen when characters bond over being disabled and how society is treating them because they're disabled. So um, I really love, like, Jamie starts out as this really horrible kind of character, um, and Mm -hmm, he kind mm -hmm. of grows. And it's not, in my opinion, it's not like, oh, he becomes disabled and that's punishment, so he grows. There's a lot of arcs like that. But to me, Mm. it's more about the fact that there's solidarity between him and Tyrion. He suddenly, like, it's not, oh, I've been punished. It's like... He has a disabled identity and the knowledge of an expertise of what it's like to be disabled, what it's like to be marginalized by this society. And that gives him, like, empathy for other people who are oppressed in various ways. And, yeah, so I, I think one of the one of my favorite moments in Game of Thrones is when Jamie is basically saying that... Um, I don't know if he says he'd be better off dead, but he's just, like, very down about this. Oh, yeah, you're talking, like, in the first season after he pushes Bran out the window and he finds out that Bran survived and was paralyzed. No. Are we, no, we're not doing this. When Jamie gets his hand oh. cut off, to, I mean, maybe he doesn't say he's better off dead, but he says he's, like, very negative about himself. I don't know what scene you're talking about. There was definitely a scene in the first season, I think it was in relation to Bran, oh, okay. where he pushed Bran, you know, he finds out that Bran's paralyzed, and he goes, poor bastard, he'd be better off dead. Okay. I would, I'd just kill myself if I was him. And Bran says the same thing. Yeah. And Tyrion um, says, like, no. Where there's life, there's hope, and where there's life, there's hope, and or something like that. Not, no. I don't think so. No, that's not it, is it? I think, I think he says, like, someone says better dead than crippled. And mm-hmm. then Tyrion says something like, well, is one of these people who's crippled, like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's like an optimistic, like, hope thing. I think he's just like, be careful who you say that to kind of thing. Um, hmm. Well, yeah, we'll have to find the scene. Yeah. Um, but I think also when Jamie becomes disabled, mm-hmm. he's, I don't know, I felt like he was like very negative toward himself or very like, um... Yeah, he, like, mm-hmm. was not proud of this. Oh, no, and no, not at all. He's, he's the Kingslayer. He's the golden boy. Yeah. He's he's the perf- He's the best warrior in, in all the land, and now he's lost his sword hand. Yeah, and so Tyrion kind of has solidarity with him, and while the rest of the Lannisters are kind of treating Jaime like shit, um, Tyrion is, like, in solidarity and is... Um, yeah, kind of empathizing. Yeah. It's suddenly, like, really interesting to me to, like, spin out, like, an alternate universe, like, the universe where Jamie didn't lose his hand. Like, what would, yeah. like, and, the like, the whole universe, like, the whole arc of the show might be different. Yeah. Because there's so many things, like, his, yeah, that friendship, that, like, solidarity with Tyrion, like, that totally changes the family dynamics Mm -hmm. you know everything from bringing the white walker to king's landing right like jamie is the one that negotiated that yeah Tyrion went to jamie and jamie talked cersei into it like that would that'd be a different story absolutely yeah yeah um yeah so I, i think just we see that out of solidarity between two disabled characters can like come like really incredible things because they have expertise on how marginalized people are treated by this world and why that needs to change. Um, and then I was also thinking about, um, as other examples, kind of John and Sam mm-hmm. in this world of being a bastard is considered a disability, um, I think, by a lot of people. And obviously being fat is something that has disabled Sam or the attitudes toward his mm-hmm. fatness, like his family's attitudes, the sizeism and fat phobia of his surroundings have been very disabling to him. He's been literally like cast out and has to go to the wall. 
Um, mm-hmm. The solidarity between him and John is just incredible and brings about incredible changes. Um, the dragon glass. It's the dragon glass. Yeah. So I just, yeah. Oh, I was also going to talk about the solidarity between um, Tyrion and Varys. Uh-huh. Varys is also mm-hmm. disabled, and those two have just an awesome relationship that I feel like has a lot of moments of disability solidarity <laughs> through humor, which is super cool. But ah, the eunuch and the dwarf. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like it is this, um, yeah, in, in a lot of ways, Tyrion like, embodies disability pride and is like spreading that to others. Yeah, and like like raising them up a little bit and saying like you're not just this broken turd of a person like i believe in you don't you believe in you yeah <laughs> like he's the only one that believes in john yeah 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 he's he, he, i think he sees more in Varys than he sees in himself mm-hmm. yeah yes yeah but i think he also sees a lot in himself yeah I no i meant more than Varys sees in himself oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah yeah, I mean, I, I think also I love that Tyrion is so, like, confident um, mm. in a lot of films and TV shows. I feel like we have this self-hating disabled character who's just mm-hmm. like, if I could just not be disabled, everyone would like me and I would fit in. And Tyrion doesn't do that. Like, he never internalizes it. He never, like, blames himself. He's just constantly will. He'll, anyone will listen, he'll tell them, like, the world is fucked up. And if you're short, they don't like you. <laughs> Yeah. You're all what's wrong here. Yeah. I'm just doing my thing. Yeah, I think I talked about this last time, but I just love his I'm guilty of being a dwarf monologue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just feel like he's really great about putting people in their place and being like, you were all bigoted and ableist and horrible, and um, I'm not going to apologize for being the way I am. Um, <laughs> and... He, like, has a lot of money and kind of, like, doesn't apologize for that either. You know, just, like, there's there's a lot that I feel like he, he sort of knows who he is. He drinks and he knows things. <laughs> um, and he's, like, not apologetic for it or, um, yeah, self-degrading or anything like that. Kick ass. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of the same thing for Cersei. Yeah. I think there's a, I think that's a... A Lannister thing is like a Lannister knows they're a Lannister. May yeah. this may this just like the uh, what do you say the inheritance of growing up under Tywin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like Tywin is very just this is how the world works and this is who you are. This is who I am and this is your role and this is what you have and this is what they have and and here's what we're gonna do about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's a dick, but I do think there's something to be said for you know that all three of his kids. Yeah, do really, like, know themselves and, like, understand the world. Yeah. Um, understand that the world is fucked up, and, uh, but luckily we have money. (laughs) 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 Yeah, and I think they understand that you have to protect yourself in this world. Oh, yeah. That, like, this is not a world where you get to be super selfless and just you know, have a save the world mentality. Yeah. Save everyone. Like, no. If you try to, if you try to be Ned Stark, you end up dead. You will be dead. Yeah. And I I love that though. Like, I I love that. I feel like that's, that's another thing though, is that a lot of movies or films and TV shows, if you're disabled, you have to be this like self-sacrificing hero. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like Disney's version of Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh. Where he like, is this like loving, self-sacrificing Sad, self—not self-pitying, but like almost like apologetic for who he is. And I know, I yeah, I know I'm ugly. If I just—I don't know, yeah. What can I do to make you love me, anyways? Yeah, yeah, compensating. Yes. Like, yeah, you have to like compensate for it through like your there it is. nobility. There it is. Yeah, and like no, Tyrion doesn't like take that shit. Like, I mean, none of the Lannisters do. It's yeah, just like yeah, yeah. no, like this. This is an unsafe, very cruel world, and like I'm, I'm a member of it as much as anyone else is, and like. I deserve to be here as much as anyone else, so I'm going to look out for myself. There's something very respectable about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mass murder, I'm not a huge fan, but... uh, Yeah. Like, yeah. I really wish we could have seen this past week more of Tyrion's thought process in deciding to report um, Varys 
to mm. Daenerys. Like, I feel like that was a move where he decided to look out for himself. Um, I feel like that was a move where the writers said, shit, we got to tie this plot line up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I wish it would have been a character development moment where, like, yeah. maybe he thinks Varys is right, but he also feels like Varys is going to die, and he's going to die, too, if he's seen I'm not going down with the ship. Yeah, like, I, Daenerys is going to think that I colluded with Varys unless I go to her now and save my soul. And, like, I... I feel like I could have respected that decision. But all we saw was just he went to Daenerys, and I was like, why are you doing this? Like, what's Stop, dude. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, back to Cersei, though. Yes. Cersei. Um, yeah, I think in the last couple seasons, I, I this is my personal theory, is that, like, as we've shifted away from George R.R. R. Martin's writing to... Was it D.B. Weiss and Dan Benioff, David Benioff, the D. Yeah. yeah, the the those guys. Mm-hmm. As we've shifted from book to show, that yeah. we've sort of lost our ability to have like sympathetic characters with like complicated motivations. Yeah. I think Cersei's kind of the victim of this, right? That she would in the books is you know yeah is complicated and dark and whatever, but is sort of exactly what you're saying, like. Doing it for the kids and doing it because, you know, she said, like, in the the Game of Thrones, right? Like, this is her, like, the quote of the series. You play to you, you, you either win or you die. Mm-hmm. And she realized that she's caught up in it now and is like, well, all right, then I'll just win. Yeah. And this is the only way that I can protect my children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not just from, you know, whatever, usurpers of the throne, but also... Yeah, people that, like, do not get on board with her relationship with Jamie. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't even know if it's her. I mean, obviously her children are a big part of what she wants to protect. Mm -hmm. But I even think just herself. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't want to. Well, she clearly doesn't want to die. Nobody wants to. Yeah. Dying sucks. (laughs) (laughs) But there are some characters who don't die without saying, or I mean, who who do die on the show without Mm -hmm. saying, I don't want to die. She very explicitly, clearly says that she, we see that she's mm-hmm. very terrified of her death. Um, what do you think would happen to her in this world if, like, everyone knew and knew that she was sleeping with her brother mm-hmm. and she didn't have power over them and they weren't scared of her and they could, like, do whatever they want to, they want, they want to do to her for that reason? Like, what would happen to her? <laughs> I think it, there's, like, different, like, levels of this. Like, I think if she was just, eh, Flea Bottom. That's the part of King's Landing where all the poor people live. Yeah. If it was, if they were just two people in Flea Bottom, I guess it would just be like, you know, uh, you know, those dirty really? peasants. I don't. You don't think? I mean, I, maybe they wouldn't be caught because not as much attention is paid to them. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm getting at. Is like nobody gives a shit. It's like ah, the poor people are fucking again. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Not that it would be approved, but just that so you could sort of get away with it because no one cares. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like in this society, it is really bad to be a sexual deviant, no matter hmm. what class. I'm wondering if even if, if you're, like, of a lower class, like, is it even worse? I'm not so huh. sure. We don't really see that. We don't really yeah. get to know any characters who are not super rich. I mean, Gendry. Yeah. But he's immediately Robert Baratheon's yeah, bastard, and so he's he's poor for, like... Well, I mean, he's still poor, but he's... Poor but special and the chosen one and whatever. The thing you that know? I keep thinking of when I think about okay. poor people in this show uh-huh. is those two kids who were killed in place of Bran and Rickon. <laughs> oh, and like in the lives. body in the bodies burned and hung from the gallows. Uh-huh. Like oh. I feel like their lives are so expendable. Like I just keep thinking about They're, that moment yeah. where Fion's like, oh don't worry, I didn't kill Bran and Rickon as if oh, that wow. was like the most noble thing he could do. I only sacrificed two lives of just, you know, really poor people. Little farmer know. children, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so on one hand, it's like maybe their lives don't matter enough to where incest would be an issue, but I also feel like they could just be killed like so quickly. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. incest would ever be okay in this world. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Or, you know, or homosexuality, like anything, I think it's... Oh my God! Look at yeah, how they treated uh, 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 Renly. Yeah. God. Yes. Okay. So, so that's my point is that okay. Cersei has this terrible, terrible secret 
Yes. She's sleeping with her brother, which is, like, not that terrible. Like, whatever. Um, they're both consenting. Mm-hmm. But in this world, that's really terrible. And I'm totally convinced that if people weren't fucking terrified of her, she would be, I don't know, like, burnt yeah. to the state. Like, something really horrible would happen to both of them. That's but the, especially yeah. her, because she's the woman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the only way to insulate herself is just, like, by having power yeah. and having guards and money and power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I mean, you know, for the record, though, that like that does affect the kids as well. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the whole thing with Joffrey. Right. It's like, ah, he's a bastard child. He's not the real king. Um you know, therefore, what, we should kill him? We should... I don't know what would happen if they had found out about Joffrey, right? Yeah. You know, imagine... There were certainly, like, threats yeah. made. And people were not happy. This was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and so it's the same. It's it's all of this power and this assholery. It's, it's all defense. It's all... A f- uh, a front, a, uh, you know, the best defense is a good offense. Yeah, that's my thing. Like, I, when people act like she's such a villain, like, I don't know what else her option yeah, was. Yeah, given, I mean, yeah, given all of the constraints pl- that we just placed on her, what, yeah. you know, okay, what would you do? Yeah. What would you do? In this world, yeah. Assuming that, like, not fucking your brother is not a real option. Or yeah, or just has already passed. Yeah, it's come and gone. You've got you've got three kids. What do you do? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's happened. Um. Yeah, I mean, look what happened to Rob because he slept with not anyone related to him, but just the wrong person—the person he wasn't oh, supposed yeah. to be with. Right? Like that, but like ten times worse because she's mm-hmm. a woman, mm-hmm. and then like ten more times worse, or like two hundred more times worse because she's... Because it's Jamie. Yeah, it's it's her brother. She's related to him. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I really don't know what her option is here and why people see her as a villain. I just see her as like a pure product of this society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we had kind of that sense for I don't know, whatever it is, like the first... Basically, up until Tommen dies, I got that sense. And then, what I think the next season after that was where they ran out of book. Mm, okay. And that then it's, a lot of yeah. And then it's like, okay, now she's just a one-dimensional villain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I was going to trace it back also to ableism. Kind mm-hmm. of to that. that okay, okay. Um... I want to know more about, like, incest laws in general and, like, why we're so freaked out about incest. Um, yeah, what's the history of it, I guess? And I feel like I should say consensual because I feel like incest is a lot People of People assume used. it's rape. Yeah, so I feel like I should, yeah, say consensual incest. So between siblings, definitely not, like, parent-child, but... Um, yeah, like, I, I'm pretty sure it's traced back to ableism. The the fear is bad genes. Oh, no, your kid's going to come out disabled. Like, that's the big fear. We're so afraid of that outcome that, like, we have this, like, horrific, like, awful, like, vilifying attitude toward anyone who, like, is having a consensual relationship with their sibling yeah. or family member or whatever. Okay, here's a thought is, like, clearly there wasn't as much of a taboo in... Gosh, it would have been about the 1600s, right? The Habsburg? Do you know this whole thing? The yeah. Habsburgs? This was a family that, across Europe, they were at the high high levels across most of Europe, right? Like, the cousin of, you know, the, the Queen of Spain would be... The cousin of the French king Mm -hmm. whose sister was, you know, the second in line for the English Mm -hmm. uh, crown, like that kind of level. Like they're just and and it was it was like a very like high level, like like incest, like like that was a 
They were all, you know, yeah. it was all like, we are going to unify Europe together, us, the family. But and we have to like keep this. We have to we have to keep this on the inside. You're not marrying some peasant. You're not marrying mm. some other person there. Like we are going to keep all of Europe in the family. And so, yeah. And that w I don't know the details off the top of my head. I'm kind of pulling this out of my butt. Um, but I want to say that went on for like a hundred years or two hundred years or something. Huh. Um, so clearly it wasn't as big of a thing then, is my point. Yeah. Um, maybe by the time... Like, that was a thing with the Russian uh, family in up, coming up to the 1900s with, like, the Bolshevik Revolution. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, they all had nosebleeds because they passed some recessive um, mm -hmm. blood disorder down, but that was kind of a thing. It's like, ah, you, like a Russian prince, you know, those... Uh, Inbred Russian princes, <laughs> that kind of vibe. Interesting, yeah. So that was like the 1900s, like the early 1900s. Huh. I'm just trying to trace the history of this. Yeah. So I guess somewhere in between there is when things started to shift, but I don't know why or how or when. Hmm. I could also be completely wrong and like misquoting history pretty broadly, but. Yeah, no, that sounds right to me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's interesting, though. Yeah, I'm curious. Now I'm like curious about all sorts of factors with Cersei and incest and like the yeah, because the Targaryens too that, have that's, been doing it, and yet they're so like horrified by Cersei. Well, is it even okay? Like, here's a theory. Here's a theory. Yeah, is that they're horrified by Cersei because everyone's horrified by like the concept of Targaryens at this point, ah. and they're just like Targaryens. What you know? What are the three things that we know about them? Dragons, murder, and incest. <laughs> and it's just like like reactionary politics. That could be it. I also now I'm just wondering: Are they like not even like that disgusted by the incest, and are they more just disgusted that this woman who's supposed to be loyal to her king dared mm. cheat on her? That is, is that is because she's the queen. Yeah, and it's it's hmm. because she's a woman, you know. Because he he obviously cheats, and everyone kind of knows that he has so many more. Oh, that's such a thing. Yeah, but like. The idea that she would, like, yeah. Um. Well, because when he cheats, you know, whatever, when she cheats, she's bearing, you know, mm -hmm. children. Right. Those are the, those are, those that should have been the king's children. Right. You know, women are, you know, have limited shelf life, I guess, right? Like, you can, there's only so many babies you can carry. <laughs> and, you know, a, a king can have a hundred bastards and not even know about it and just, like, boop, boop, boop. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. There might be something there. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, but no matter what, it's all like very disability. Related, oh well, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. To loop it all back around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that kind of Cersei story makes me feel like there's an argument that Game of Thrones is pretty disability conscious, or that. That it's, you know, showing what can happen, the, the positive things that can happen when there's disability pride and disability solidarity and when characters like Tyrion and Jamie have solidarity, when characters like Tyrion and Varys, John and Sam, like these, yeah, these different connections that people make kind of because of their disabledness and because of their marginalized positions in society mm -hmm. versus what happens when like ableism is the prevailing force and shapes the world and like because of the centrality of, like, bloodlines and procreation and, like, this, like, Appearances, eugenesis. keeping up appearances, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, like, eugenicist, these eugenicist ideas of, like, passing on the bloodline. Like, it's to be a true-born Stark. Yeah, like, when that happens, and so Cersei can't just, like, be herself and happen to be sleeping with her brother, like, that is all, that leads to, like, yeah all of the terrible things that Cersei does. Such a, like, fun lens to view the whole show through. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of, like, makes me want to start over and just watch everything. We totally should. We, I mean, we shouldn't. It'll, like, devour, like, I don't know. It'll, like, <laughs> suck us in and, like, devour our souls. That'll be so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, when I first watched Game of Thrones, I caught up. There were six seasons in a month. I had a 30-day free trial, and I was 
determined to crank out six <laughs> seasons in 30 days. It was awful. It was so bad. It was like three or four episodes a day. Like, it was awesome, but it was awful. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could do that much. No. But it would be fun to, like, go back and at least watch some of the earlier seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to instead look forward? Yes. Look forward and talk about the finale. Yes. I mean, I don't know. Just for shits and giggles, should we get this out of the way? Who do you think is going to get the throne? John is most likely. Mm-hmm. I think maybe Tyrion. Like, there's a small possibility, but most likely John. Yeah, it feels like it's setting up a pretty linear yeah. uh, arc. Just like John is the one having the, like, emotional, or not the emotional, like, the, the moral yeah. moment in the last episode. Like, yeah. like, Tyrion is, like, walks through the ruins of the city and looks kind of sad. Mm-hmm. But John's the one standing there going, wait a minute, this is wrong and we have to do something. Yeah. <laughs> no, at this point it would be pretty weird if they put Tyrion on the throne. Like, with no setup. So. Yeah. They could still pull it off. Yeah. I don't know if they'll, I don't think that they will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are there any other outside picks that we want to name? Ron. I don't think Bran will get the throne. I don't want him to get the throne. Like, I think that's a horrible thing. Um, to inflict on a person? Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> a lot of work. And, like, a lot like a lot of people mad at you. You can never make anybody happy or everyone happy. Um, mm-hmm. You can never even make, like, a majority of people happy. Um, you have to, like, rule everything. Like, it's just Constantly terrible. watch your back. It's like being the president, but you don't even, like, have a Congress. You don't even have, like... Supreme Court, you just... We have the High Council. Okay. What is that, like, ten people? (laughs) You can name as many people as you want to it, but yeah, it's about ten. Okay. I mean, that's pretty terrifying. That's pretty... That's, like... That's horrifying. And and it's, like, of the world. It's not even, like, U.S. Like, it's... Well, it's... It's probably It'd be the U.S. and Canada. Yeah, okay. So, so, okay, but that... That's fucking terrifying. Like, even, like, each city has, like... A city council and a mayor and, like, city courts and shit. Like, Game of Thrones, we're talking, like, that. But for the U.S. and Canada. Yeah, it's streamlined. That's terrifying. (laughs) It's efficient. No one deserves that. Someone makes a decision and then it just happens. Yeah. Yeah, see, this is where I'm just like, why are we watching, like, why are people competing for this? Like, why, why wouldn't you compete against that? Like, oh, fuck. Like, Run away I'm from governance. Next year. Like, I gotta fight someone. Let's get it. Like, I gotta make sure to lose. <laughs> oh, ah, my leg. No, it's okay. You go on ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, but for real, like, I really don't understand why people would want that. Like, Mm-hmm. And then they're just gonna get killed because they're probably gonna do a bad job. And well, because they think they're not gonna do a bad job, and they're convinced that everyone will love them. Why would you think that? I don't know, because you're a cocky. Why would you ever think like who runs for president? It's the same thing. Like there yeah. are people who are like, no, 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 I could do better than that. But okay, president, I can understand why you would want it because like, you know, you think you can do a good job, and there's like checks and balances on your. I feel like on on your power and there's guardrails in other words. Yeah, and you're working with people. I mean, you have Congress, you have a cabinet, you have the Supreme Court, you have all these like you have all these staffers and advisors. You have then you have your like Secret Service and stuff like that. In other words, if you have a dumb idea, you might not ruin the whole world. Yeah, like people are gonna be there to be like, hey, don't do that. I mean. Our current president, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Well, yeah. But, I mean, they have that in the show, too, right? Like, I mean, that's the idea. There's no checks and balances. No, like, there's, I mean... It's not the, a democracy. No, the checks and balances are assassination and coup. Also, <laughs> the thing about the presidency, though, is it's four years. Well, eight, I guess, but... Hopefully, One or the other. Hopefully. Four. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, deep breaths. Deep breaths. <laughs> like, so, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying, I think it's, like, if someone was like, I want to be president, I would be like, okay, like, have fun with that. 
I don't understand it, but it's at least like, okay, it's four years and you have all these checks and balances and you get voted in. So if people are so unhappy, it's like, hey, you voted for me. You asked for this. Yeah, the monarchy, like you're just fighting. People are dying for you to become this leader for the rest of your life. Or maybe they're not fighting for you to become the leader. Like, I don't think anyone thought, I don't I don't know. I don't know what people thought. I don't, I don't know that Robert Baratheon was supposed to be king so much as just he got there and was like, fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then had the throne. Uh, it's like my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally inheriting <laughs> the monarchy. Like, the world now. Like, bye, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways. Okay, yes, yes. Danny wants it. I do not think, it. yeah, Danny wants it. I don't think she's going to get it now. No. John, I think, I don't think he wants it, but I also don't think he's like, he has that mentality. Like, I think Braun, he would just laugh. He would be like, ha, 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 Like, I, I'm not ruling the world. That's terrible. Um, I'm going to take High Garden. Don't yeah. call. <laughs> yeah, I just want to go off and live in peace. Um, yeah, I feel like John kind of wants it, like, a little bit, but is like, oh, but I shouldn't, like, hmm. it's not my place. So I think he'll be a good, you know, ruler. I think Braun, the big question is, is he getting High Garden? And that's the important thing you need to be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Probably, I don't know. <laughs> I think, though, so, like, it's no secret now that I love Brian, mm -hmm. clearly. And I think what I'm just noticing, though, mm -hmm, is this mm -hmm. pattern of, like, really having such respects for characters who are able to say, this is a cruel, terrible world, and, like, everything is fucked up, and, like, I deserve as much as anyone else, not, like, more than anyone else, but as much as anyone else to, like, you know, be safe or happy or, like, you know, um, not die, survive, kind of. Um, mm -hmm. and I think Brian is, like, very much someone who says that and asserts that and is, like, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to just, like, survive this and have money and, like, mm -hmm. yeah, and I, and I think Tyrion does, too, um, although he still has, like, some amount of faith in the world being good. Yeah. John has, like, so much faith in the world being good, and that's why I, like, find it very hard to relate to him. I don't think he sees it as a fucked up place. Although maybe now he does, after what just happened. Maybe. I hope that breaks him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up the Lannister motto, mm -hmm. or what do they call it? They're, they're house words. Yeah. Like, I want to see what they... Uh, stupid goddamn autoplay videos. Get out of here. Well, yeah, what are their house words? Because, yeah, I, like, absolutely that's the thing that the, uh... That's the thing that we, we keep coming back to is, like, all of the Lannisters seem pretty aware that, like, hey, the world sucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. The world sucks, so what, what, what can I do? Yeah, yeah. Are we... House words. House words that have appeared on screen? What? Other houses? House motto? There are too many details on here. <laughs> they like have six paragraphs on House Targaryen. Like, stop. Just <laughs> I just want a list. Yeah. Ah. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So God. do you think Bronn will get High Garden? Yes. I just I don't really think they're going to I don't think they're going to show it very much. <sighs> I think it's just sort of implied. See, I hate that. Well, Bronn like, deserves to have it shown. Yeah. I'm going to be really annoyed if they don't show it. <laughs> uh Oh, a Lannister always pays his debts. Okay. A Lannister yeah. always pays his debts. Right, yeah, yeah. Interesting. No, yeah. Mm -hmm. We should have known that. Mm -hmm. That's a whole thing. 
Yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna loop back around. Bron, <laughs> I don't think they're gonna show it. I don't think they have time. I don't. Th- I think. I think they might have him like enter a scene briefly and say some quippy like, "Hey, I'm just here for the keys" or something. I really okay. If they at least have him enter and say a quippy thing and get the keys to High Garden, good. That's fine. I'll it's that tolerable. Yeah. Okay. I really want a whole show about him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think okay. Can I can I try to put us back on track? Yes. Because that's a lot of brawn. Yeah. It's a lot of brawn, and we want to talk major characters. He's a major character. <laughs> 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 okay, but a major character to everyone else. Yeah. Like Daenerys. Okay. <laughs> Danny Khaleesi, breaker of chains, mother of dragons. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, the, did you see the, there was a meme right when they found the Starbucks cup on set there was like a meme it was like someone was like what is that zoom in punch in and you punch in on the coffee cup and it's written on there you know you know you know the Starbucks employees that put your name on the cup yeah. you know whose cup is it Daenerys mother of dragons breaker of chains queen of the you know just <laughs> <laughs> um, so Daenerys I want to Kind of go back to the idea that I had before that, like, George R. R. Martin is better at showing, like, nuance and gray, like, shades of gray, mm-hmm. and sort of saying, like, yeah, that's fucked up what that character did, but, like, you can understand it, mm-hmm. right? And, like, really, like, showing you that and putting it, putting you in their shoes and just... Um, and I don't think Danny's getting that same respect. Yeah. Like, I think they're kind of trying and kind of, like, completely failing... To make Danny's like heel turn uh, sympathetic. Yeah. I don't know. Like the whole, the whole thing where like you know they're in the city and ringing the bells, and so she's supposed to stop, right? You know, ah, they did it. They surrendered, and then Danny kind of like sits there and looks off in the middle distance and like squinches her face up, kind of funny, mm-hmm. and then flies off and just like murders everyone in the city. Like, wait, hold on. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, they kind of... What? <laughs> yeah. Use your words. <laughs> yes. And they, I don't know. Yeah, that she's just gone straight to, like, the mad queen, right? Like, they're they're just like, ah, yeah, she is turned evil, and she is murdering people, and murder is bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, I saw this question on Reddit, and I can't get it out of my head now. Someone just asked very simply, like... How do you think we would have reacted if Rob Stark had dragons? Mm. Right? Like, imagine how Stark had dragons. And Rob finds out that Ned went and got beheaded. Right? Like... Yeah. Rob would mount up. Mm. He would burn the city. Yeah, yeah. And it would be sad. But it would also be, like... I don't know, justified, I guess, in the in yeah. the, like the language of the show that like, ah, he's uh, he's really mad. You shouldn't have done that. Oh, yeah. You uh, you riled up the Starks now, mm-hmm. boy. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have been, you know, just part of the continuing, you know, just the bloodshed and the war and just like, oh, this is a nasty universe where people die and not like, oh, what a psycho. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's like such a big difference. And I don't know. And it's and that's not just. Like, ah, George R. R. Martin is better. Like, I think there's some sexism in that. Yeah, I think so. That a woman doing that is seen as mad, as crazy. Unstable. Yes. Unpredictable. Yeah, but a man doing that. What's at that time of the month? (laughs) (laughs) A man is seen as more justified. Yeah. Yeah. Logical. Yeah, or. Yeah, I don't know logic. Yeah, I don't know about logical, but yeah, justified definitely. Yeah, I still think logical. Okay, P- pitch me. I think with Rob, it would have been like, oh well, that's what happens when you upset the king, and you know they shouldn't have done X Y Z. Like now he has to retaliate to assert his power. He has to show that he can't be walked over like this. He's yeah, a pushover. Mm-hmm. He's a strong king. You know that kind of thing. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you knew this was going to happen. I mean, look at, you know, that's just Rob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just Rob. Yeah, that's just a king, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think implicit in that is, like, this idea of... Yeah, yeah, that it's, it's... 
that it's justified or it's important or it makes sense or whatever. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to, like, figure out, like, what's different. Because the Mad King, right? Like, Daenerys' dad? Right, dad? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, he burned people. He murdered people. He was gonna... He was gonna burn the city, right? Like, he was hiding wildfire and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Um... But, yeah, I think the difference is that, like... People didn't perceive him as having a good reason to. Yeah. And I don't think... It, at least as it's been written, we don't think we're given a lot of room to see Danny as having a good reason to yeah. burn the city down. It's like, ah, just another, just another Targaryen, you know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is frustrating. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, there's, there's something here. There's a real, <coughs> I don't know, like, I think I'm more in favor of the Rob type arc. Mm-hmm. I just wish that everybody could get one. Yeah. You know, like, I think that's my stance on this. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I would want to see Rob Stark burn the fucking city down. Yeah, totally. Because, you know, but also I want them to sell, like, why that's happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not entirely against Daenerys, like, just, like, killing everyone who's wronged her. Mm-hmm. But just, like, they haven't set that up. <laughs> Yeah. They haven't said, and then it's just like, oh, she's just like gets that look in her eye and goes on a burning spree, like ah. Yeah, <laughs> she definitely has like the crazy look or whatever. Yes. Did you? There was that one shot in the last yeah. episode, like when she's like, John has betrayed me, and like walks right up to the camera, like her face like fills the frame, and she's like staring into the middle distance with no makeup and just like. Like, or maybe she probably did have makeup, but they put on makeup to look like she doesn't have that much makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just gave her this, like, soulless, bedraggled, kind of, like, I'm empty inside kind of look. Yeah. And they just held on that for, like, 30 seconds where she just, like, stands there and stares into the distance while, like, Tyrion, like, fiddles around in the background of the shot. Yeah, yeah. Just like, oh, man, they're really leaning into that. Yeah, we were thinking about other characters that yeah. kind of have had these, like, anger reactions of, that involve murder. Um, yes. And, um, yeah, we were thinking that Daenerys really, she's seen as crazy while these other characters are not. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one of those, speaking of Rob, is Walder Frey. Yes, I mean, the Red Wedding. Come yeah. on. Like... I think that's shown as, like, cruel and, like, overkill, Mm -hmm. but still not unjustified and insane the same way that Daenerys is. Like, it's seen as, like, yeah, Walder Frey is weird like that, Mm -hmm. but you shouldn't have crossed him. Yeah, I I think that's the thing. You shouldn't have crossed him, yeah. I think Daenerys, no one is saying, like... Look at her. You shouldn't have crossed her. Like, be more careful. No, they're just like that. Dra- that crazy. dragon. That dragon was like her son. You murdered her son yesterday. Right. You think she's gonna be happy? You think she's gonna be having a good day? Yeah. They're just going like, why is she so angry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and then same with Stannis. Oh my God, Stannis. Stannis Baratheon. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, kills his brother. With some kind of freaky demon baby magic. That, ah, that was just a weird ass. Yeah. Um, kills his brother for the throne. Um, burns his daughter at the stake. Like, I don't know. Like, this is a guy. <laughs> but, but he's seen as, like, I don't know, stern and determined and, uh, you know, maybe a little too stiff. Too stiff for his own good, and ah, Stannis won't stop for anything, and uh, gosh, it's really, uh, it's unfortunate what happened to all those people around him. (laughs) (laughs) It's so sad that it had to end this way, but uh, you know Stannis, you know how he gets. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I feel like he's also seen as, like, morally conflicted. Oh no, he's having an existential crisis over whether he should burn murder. Or not. 
<laughs> Burn his daughter alive, yeah. It's so sad. Like, I, I feel like this show was, like, legit, like, sympathizing with him. Like, yes. Oh, he doesn't and know it, what to do. It was very hard for him. <laughs> he sees both sides of this. On one hand, <laughs> he could burn his daughter alive. On the other hand, he could... Not. <laughs> so hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have like a crazy look of like oh look he's gonna burn his daughter now no like it's seen as this like rational thing that he's like put thought into it's very weird yes <laughs> yeah again like it's it's ah uh. <laughs> we're giving him the benefit of the doubt like why why are we not why I, I've seen like I've been on a lot of Game of Thrones Reddit um, <laughs> this season. Yes. And then one of my favorite things is, like, photoshopping AirPods onto Cersei, which she, like, makes weird decisions. Like, she, like the bells are ringing, and she's, like, burning the city. You know, she's, like, keeps burning the city anyways. <laughs> and, like, photoshopping AirPods on, like, oh, no, she can't hear us! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's the only way that it, like, makes... That's the only way to inject any amount of, like, benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Or, like, you know, reasonable doubt, I guess. It's like, well, maybe she just didn't hear it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh... Yeah, that's a thing, I guess, to pay attention to going forward. That's, this is the, the big wrap-up, and you're, this is your homework. Mm-hmm. For the final episode, it's like, pay attention to who gets the benefit of the doubt and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's seen as rational, who's seen as crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and why? Yes. And, uh, I don't know. I'm really curious to see. She's gonna die. Oh, yeah. She's gonna die. I just wanna see how and if, the, like, what they. I think Arya's gonna kill her. You think Arya's gonna kill her? Yeah. Okay. Do you? Maybe. I don't know if they're going to do a twist on top of a twist. Yeah. But, uh... I'm going to be kind of mad if Arya doesn't kill her. Really? Yeah, like, what's the point of, like, showing everything from her perspective last season, <laughs> last episode? Like, showing that many scenes of her, like, seeing all that suffering and, like, being built up. Oh, like, well, because it made the episode more tense. Didn't you know everything's in service of the episode, not of the arc? I think that's literally... No, hold on. We just solved Game of Thrones. We just answered it. Everything is in service yeah, of the episode. Yes, each individual episode. Yeah, absolutely. And this then we... Season, yeah. yeah. And... Sort of last season. Sort yeah. But earlier seasons, definitely not. Everything was much more, like, for the character. Cohesive and sprawling. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see. I hope it's Arya that kills her. I just feel like anyone else, it would just be, like, really weird. Eh, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of other things that could happen. I, it could be John. It could be a, like, you made me do this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Bran could, like, warg a dragon. Yeah, that's true. That'd be freaky. Yeah, because we kind of have, like, lost our purpose for Bran. Yeah, he's just done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm super curious. Yeah, what happens? Maybe Bron. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Bran will kill Bron. Bron will kill Daenerys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. It could. That would be pretty weird. I mean, it's like weird twist. <laughs> I feel like that would, like, the episode could take this, like, oh, yeah, 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 John gets the throne, obviously. Now, who gets high garden? <laughs> 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 this whole thing with <laughs> people killing each other over that. Wow. <laughs> that was the real dilemma the whole time. We thought it was Game of Thrones, but it's really Game of High Garden. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just have to find out. Yep. And you'll have to comment on our Facebook mm-hmm. after the episode goes out. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, also tell a friend about them, about us. Make mm-hmm. them listen to this. Make them understand. Make force them understand. Them. Yes. Make them, force them to sympathize with Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Force them to feel things for Cersei. Yeah. 
Yes. Tie them down if you have to. I mean force in the most literal way. Yeah, threaten with dragons if they don't, then you're gonna unleash your dragons onto them. Also, force them to support our Patreon. Yes. Um, help us get... <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> that was a big, big reaction. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, force them to help us get uh, transcriptions for these episodes. Mm-hmm. Also, we were joking earlier, but I totally want to make Tyrion Lannister t-shirts. That's total copyright. I really wanted to... That's a total, like, copyright problem. Draw him. Draw, like, a cartoon or something. Can we do that? Squiggly doodle? Yeah. That looks kind of like Peter Dinklage? Yeah. We'll investigate. Yeah. We'll investigate options. I really want... But people have shirts that say I drink and I know things. But I guess yeah, but that's not Peter again. Dinklage's face. That's so interesting. I didn't Isn't know it's it? a copyright issue. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it is. Maybe they're just breaking copyright anyways. Yeah, they that's are. kind of what I, I feel like if you don't sell enough, like Game of Thrones is like, they're like rich as fuck. Like mm-hmm. if you don't sell enough for them to go after you, they're not going to go after you. Like we would sell like, what, like 10 at most. So I mean, unless it caught, you know, caught on and became a trend. I don't think that would happen. I don't know. I mean, with our <laughs> listenership. <laughs> True. <laughs> Force people to get our t-shirts. Force yep. people to wear them. Mm-hmm. Use a lot of force. All over the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. okay. Are we good? Are we done? You're Do- good, yeah. Okie doke. Well, um... Mad love. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>